This is the Bible in the News, brought to you this week by Paul Billington. The nuclear test by North Korea, reported during the past week, is yet another warning to the world of impending judgment upon the present evil generation that knows not God and that obeys not the gospel of the kingdom and name of Jesus Christ. There is no doubt of the Bible's teaching upon this point. In Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 27, it speaks of a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversaries. There are several passages in the Bible that speak of this fiery judgment. Second Thessalonians chapter 1 verses 7 to 9 is another reference. As we see various nations develop their nuclear firepower, as North Korea has just done, and as Iran is in the process of doing, it's hard not to make the connection. Are we not seeing the fuel being prepared for an apocalyptic lake of fire, such as we read of in Revelation chapter 19 and verse 20? It was in 1966, that's 40 years ago, that the political scientist George Catlin wrote as follows. If the secrets of nuclear warfare and the possession of effective bombs as status uh, symbols of glory and absolute national sovereignty, even of cheap bombs and clean bombs, are handed over to France, then to China, to Germany, to Israel, to the United Arab Republic, to Indonesia, and finally to Bulgaria, Cuba, South Africa, or to Albania, indeed, an impoverished state until recently unheard of. Who can expect the word responsibility to have meaning, or peace to have prospects? Well, since that was written, at least three of the countries listed now have a nuclear capability plus seven, several countries are not listed there, either have it or are acquiring it. So to repeat the words again, who can expect the word responsibility to have meaning or peace to have prospects? No surprise then that the United States President George Bush declared in a live broadcast during the past week that the North Korean test was a threat to international peace and security. Britain's Tony Blair called it a completely irresponsible act. The United Nations once again demonstrated that it was powerless to respond. And the fear now is that this event could kick off an arms race in Asia with countries like Japan, South Korea and Taiwan developing their own weapons in self-defence. As we observe these things in the news, several passages of Scripture are brought to mind. For example, Jeremiah chapter 25, verses 31 to 33, where we read, A noise shall come even to the ends of the earth, for the Lord has a controversy with the nations. He will plead with all flesh. He will give them that are wicked to the sword, saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Behold, evil shall go forth from nation to nation, and a great whirlwind shall be raised up from the coasts of the earth, and the slain of the Lord shall be at that day from one end of the earth even to the other end of the earth. They shall not be lamented, neither gathered nor buried. They shall be dung upon the ground. The context here informs us that if Jerusalem and Israel are to suffer judgment, other nations will not go unpunished. See verse 29. 
When the Bible speaks of judgment upon nations, it frequently uses this idea of fire. Fire, the lake of fire, the burning flame are some of the terms that are used. The prophecies of the Bible written many centuries ago would not refer directly to nuclear war, of course, but the use of such weapons cannot be excluded from the ideas contained in certain verses of Scripture. This does not mean that the literal earth, the planet, will be burned up, of course, because we are told elsewhere that the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Look up Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 14 and Numbers chapter 14 verse 21. The promised kingdom of God is to be established upon earth with Jesus Christ as King reigning from Jerusalem, Israel. However, this does not preclude the use of nuclear weapons even on a much larger scale than was seen at the close of Second World War when the Japanese cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki were destroyed. What terrible scenes are brought before our minds when we read some of the descriptions given in the Bible. For example, I will plead against him with pestilence and with blood, and will rain upon him and upon his bands and upon many people that are with him an overflowing rain, great hailstones, fire and brimstone. Ezekiel 38 verse 22. I will send a fire on Magog, and among them that dwell carelessly in the isles, and they shall know that I am the Lord. Ezekiel 39 and verse 6. Isaiah chapter 34 verses 8 to 10 has several verses that talk about the day of the Lord's vengeance and the year of recompenses for the controversy of Zion, the land burning as pitch, and so on. Again, a fiery, a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousand thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, the books were opened, and I beheld then, because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake, I beheld, even till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. Daniel chapter 7, verses 10 and 11. And yet again, the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire, burning with brimstone. Revelation 19, verse 20. And in Matthew chapter 25 and verse 41, Then shall he say also to those on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. This constant emphasis upon fiery judgment cannot be ignored. It is frequently used metaphorically and symbolically, but we cannot take away the literal sense of it altogether. A godless, unbelieving and immoral civilization has to be incinerated, so that the meek can inherit the earth, and so that those who wait upon the Lord may delight themselves in the abundance of peace. So the message is a very clear one. We either participate with the present evil world and perish with it, or we stand apart from it and shun its ways, looking for the promised consolation of Israel in a day of redemption. As the Bible continues to unfold in the news, we hope in God's mercy uh, towards us, which is brought through Jesus Christ his Son. 
We talk with you again next week, God willing.